Hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome, um, welcome to maybe a little bit of a sleepy episode of Capes and Japes. I'm a, I'm a little sleepy. I'm wearing my teddy bear pajamas. Um, and Briar just woke up, so. Well, I worked an extra day last week, and then. Boo. And then this morning I was like, I'm going to rest and have some alone time because I have not had that very much. And then I ended up uh, spending the entire morning playing with my nephews, which is very fun, but very tiring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I was like eating lunch and I'm like, I have two hours until podcast. I could do something for me or I could take a nap. And then guess who slept for an hour and a half? This guy. It's you, my friend. Although technically, I guess that is doing something for me. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is for your brain and your body. I needed. I needed to recoup some podcast energy. Um. Yes. Okay. Hello. So I fully dissociated for like five <laughs> seconds. Um. <laughs> Good, 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 good podcast. Good podcast. Good, good podcast. Good way to start out. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Villaintober. We're talking about another villain, and that villain is Mysterio. Hello, um, Mysterio. Our 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 good friend, um, Mysterio, um. I I've always I've always kind of liked the concept of Mysterio, um, but it turns out that there's a uh, a bunch of stuff he did that's way wilder than the concept would imply. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. So Mysterio is one of the uh early Spider-Man villains. He was introduced in issue 13 of The Amazing Spider-Man, written by uh, Stan Lee and drawn by Steve Ditko in 1964. Uh, so one of one of our friend Spider-Man's uh, very early adventures. Um, and the idea behind Mysterio... Uh, is that he does not have superpowers, but he's good at making it seem like he does. Um, <laughs> he's he's a skilled liar. Yes, which <laughs> I mean in in more ways than one, as it turns out. Um, so he is a uh, he works for a film studio as a uh, special effects producer, um, as well as a stuntman, which I don't, I don't think are two jobs that people usually have at the same time. Um, and also, I, fe I feel like union regulations would mean you couldn't do both of those things at the same time. Um, but... You know, he's, he, he's, he does them both. He's got it all. And he is, uh, he's looking for a change. He feels like he's not getting the, uh, recognition that he deserves. 
Um, he tries to kind of break into acting, uh, and it doesn't go well. Um, so he <laughs> is fully like, all right, well, plan B is to use this skill set to commit crimes. <laughs> um, which I, is very- I do just love a realization of like, I could do crime with this. <laughs> I could do crime with this. Hey, nobody's talking about it, but I could just do crime and make more money that way. Um, there's a um, a lot of kind of like alternate versions of Mysterio or like reinterpretations of Mysterio like have some sort of driving force where he like, he wants revenge on Spider-Man for some obscure reason or like the uh, MCU one wants revenge on Tony Stark. Um, there's, like, a, a lot of ones where they try to make, like, have more of, like, a, a more of an impetus for him to turn to crime. Um, but I do kind of, like, just, like, wait a second. You could, you could be a supervillain out of this. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna do a crime about it. Yes. Uh... So, in his first appearance, uh, he is, uh, able to use his abilities to, uh, his ability, his, his skills, his completely non-superhuman abilities. I would call Um, it an ability. He is able to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he develops this gas that uh kind of dulls peter's spidey senses and he also uh like creates an acid that can like dissolve his webbing when he shoots it uh so he makes peter think that his powers are failing uh, as he's trying to fight, uh, fight Mysterio, um, and he, like, he robs a bank or something and, like, makes it look that, like, Spider-Man did it, and then, uh, eventually, uh, you know, Peter manages to figure out what's going on, uh, tricks Mysterio into confessing that he actually committed the crime, uh, records it on tape, gives it to the police, uh, and Mysterio gets arrested for the first of many times. Um, (laughs) this kind, this, like, sets the stage for a lot of things. Um, one is that, uh, Mysterio does, like, there's a lot of stuff he does that doesn't seem like stuff that would be in his wheelhouse as, like, a special effects producer, like, developing extremely specific chemical compounds, or, uh, he builds robots at a few different points, like, he builds, like, androids to look like other people, and that's hard, and he doesn't pay somebody else to do it, he does it, um, and then also- Everybody's gotta have their hobbies. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, 
He also later on starts doing a bunch of stuff with hypnotherapy, which we'll get into, where he like hypnotizes people into thinking certain things. And it's like, man, this is such an extremely varied skill set. I would think maybe he would try looking for a job in one of those other fields before crime. But what if he just wants to do crime? Maybe he just really likes the idea of crime and you know who could who could blame him um, to be fair i keep um i listen to scam goddess which is a delightful podcast um the only true crime podcast i listen to and mm-hmm. a lot of scammers also have a lot of skills where it's like you could be doing other things but no you you are doing scams and crimes <laughs> <laughs> you could you could probably get a job with this skill set, but no, no. Crime. No. No, it's crime time. Um, the other thing about Mysterio is that he loves to gaslight. <laughs> he loves it. It's his, his real sort of primary go-to thing, which is like, is like falls kind of under the umbrella of, like, oh, he's using, like, illusions to trick people into thinking things are different than they are. But it's like, you know, you could also do that and just, like, use it to, like, create distractions or, like, you know, make yourself seem, like, really intimidating or something like that. Or get a show on the Vegas Strip. Yeah, or that. But he is constantly just using it he loves to use it to make people, like, think something is wrong with their perception of the world and they're losing it. Um, all the time. All the time this guy does this. Um, he also, uh, develops his own, uh, suit. It is a, uh, very iconic supervillain costume Especially because of the big, giant fishbowl obscuring his whole face and head. Um, it's got, uh, that. He's also got, like, it's like a a green full body suit. He's got, like, uh, gold gloves and gold boots. And a big purple cape that, like, attaches to the suit with these, like, Pretty cool kind of, like, eye, uh, eye-shaped sh- emblems. I like the thing that you see with, not the letter. Um, he builds the suit specifically to kind of, uh, obviously to, like, help him with his various, uh, illusions and schemes. Because, like, he's got, uh, the helmet in addition to, uh, obscuring his identity, um, has, like, a, uh, like, it's able to supply him with oxygen, so if he's, like, releasing, you know, some kind of hallucinogenic gas or whatever, then he won't be affected by it. Um, he's got, uh, like, a built-in, like, hologram projector, um, so he can you know, project images of stuff. Um, he's got, uh, like, he's able to create, like, a, 
fog effect or like a smoke screen uh kind of thing as well as occasionally like producing other like compounds that whatever like make spider-man's spidey sense not work or like make people <laughs> believe a real 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 professor layton ass villain here um <laughs> Professor Layton, Professor Layton, I don't know if I've complained about this on the podcast before. <laughs> Professor Layton, my personal um, video game series that I love. Professor Layton loves to have stuff where people think that something supernatural is happening and then it turns out that they were all just breathing in a bunch of hallucinogenic gas. Um, and Mysterio also loves to do that. So he would fit, he would fit right in. Um, so, again, I, like, I do think this is a cool idea. Like, I I really like the concept of, like, one supervillain who makes himself look like some kind of, like, fucked up wizard, (laughs) and instead it turns out that he's just faking all of it. Um, It's very Scooby-Doo. It is very Scooby-Doo. Like, it's goofy. Um, no, no, that's a different character. Thanks. Thank you. Yes. Thanks. Got him. Um, oh my god. Uh. This is a stupid podcast. Why did we ever do this? (laughs) This is just, why does anybody listen to this? We would be doing this no matter what. We would just be saying stupid shit. But people are, like, actively listening to us. People enjoy this, and for that, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't know why, but thank you. Um, oh, the other thing is that, as always, I do really like characters who don't have, like, a super, uh, like, offensive power set, and they have to kind of, like, come up with ways to... You, you know, creative ways of solving problems, um, or in this case, causing problems. Um, and I, I do, I think it's fun both from, like, a superhero side and from a supervillain side. Um, so I do, uh, I do like the idea of Mysterio. Um, shortly after this first appearance, maybe at, like, the same time, at, uh, at some point, it's, like, retconned in that, like, there was also, there was an earlier, like, Spider-Man story where, uh, he, uh, encountered some aliens, and then they retconned that that was actually, uh, that was actually the first time Spider-Man met Mysterio, and it was, like, Mysterio, you know, in disguise and, like, using his illusions to make it look like there were aliens, um... It does seem right up his alley. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then, uh, shortly after this, uh, first appearance, he ends up joining the, uh, the first iteration of the Sinister Six. Um, so it's, uh, him, Vulture, Sandman, Electro, um, and Craven the Hunter. And, uh, Doc Ock is, like, uh, organizes it, and, like, 
sets up people probably already know this but like they're the first like sinister six encounter was like doc ock basically giving peter like a little scavenger hunt where he would have to fight each of the villains and then if he beat them they would give him a clue to where the next villain was i do love that though and i'm like this isn't even this is just you're just giving him enrichment like, this isn't even a supervillain scheme. You're just having a fun little game. A little escape room. Um, and, yeah, in his fight with Mysterio, uh, while he's going through uh, each of the members of the, of the Sinister Six, um, Mysterio builds robot duplicates of the X-Men um, and has Spider-Man fight them, which is wild as like, Mister, like his, basically his second appearance. And it's not even like, oh, he's making, uh, he's making Peter think the X-Men are here. Um, he's just built, he just built robot X-Men. It's like, what? <laughs> it's just fun, I guess. Just it's to see just if fun. he could. Yeah, and he uh succeeded this is, and this is also so enrichment for the villains. Yeah. Exactly. They're everybody's getting enrichment. It's so important. So uh after this he um goes through a lot of various and uh varyingly silly schemes like through kind of the 70s 80s 90s um i I think he ultimately fell out of favor a little bit because it's like a pretty scooby-doo ass concept as uh as referenced but he uh developed some various (laughs) gaslighting schemes um where he uh like creates this alternate identity of like a uh psychiatrist named like Ludwig Reinhardt and uh introduces himself to Spider-Man and like uses hypnosis to like to gaslight him um to make him like think that he's going crazy um that is classical and- gaslighting <laughs> Yeah, genuinely, he he lies to him to convince him that he is losing his mind. Not not even a not even a fake internet usage of the word. Um, and uh, tries to get him to like reveal his identity, but uh, doesn't manage to succeed. Um, he also uses this. Um, on Aunt May at one point. Um, Why? This thing, like, because there's a story... <laughs> this is so dumb. There's a story where it's, like, they suspect that Aunt May, like, secretly has, like... There's, like, a, a stash of money, like, a large stash of money hidden somewhere in her house. Um, and he like, does this psychiatrist thing to try and convince her to tell him where it is, um, and then also, 
also disguises himself as an alien to try and scare her into telling him where it is. Um, and then it turns out that there is uh, there isn't there isn't any money, so that was uh, pointless. But it is very funny. Um, also, this is. This is maybe, this is one of the most, um, Professor Layton-esque things he does. He try <laughs> he tries to gaslight Spider-Man into thinking he's shrunk down <laughs> to be six inches tall. Okay. Which, at this, at this point, I have to assume he's just fucking with him for fun. He, like, hypnotizes him and then, like, builds a bunch of, like, props <laughs> to try and convince him he's shrunk. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I, I don't know, I only read about this very briefly. I don't know what his, like, ultimate goal for this scheme was, but maybe it was just funny. Because it's, it's funny to me. <laughs> it's bringing me joy. Um, Sometimes you just want to oh make my- a man believe that he is very, very small. Sometimes you do, and if you are Quentin Beck, you apparently have that power. You apparently, at some point in your career as a Hollywood special effects artist slash stuntman, you learned an extremely intense form of hypnotherapy that you are now using on Spider-Man. I mean, like I said before... Maybe he had a hobby. It doesn't always have to yes. be about his job. That's, you know, that's true. And that's an important lesson we can all take away from this. You don't have to be defined by your career. Um, so it's like, it's, it's a lot of this. It's a lot of trying to trick spider tr- just gaslighting Spider-Man. Gaslighting Spider-Man and Spider-Man's loved ones. Um, but mostly Spider-Man. Um... You know, getting thwarted, getting sent to jail, breaking out again, uh, teaming up with the Sinister Six, uh, just, just a lot, you know, a lot of plots and plans and schemes, uh, and tricks. But, like, for the, the most part, like, fairly, I don't want to say small time, but, like, classic kind of super villainy stuff, you know, like, Robbing banks, lying. Robbing banks, yeah. He's Stealing. not, like, trying to destroy the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, ooh, I'm gonna, like, whatever, t- uh, take over the city and you all have to give me a million dollars. Um, it's it's just, you know, old school supervillain schemes. Um, and I th- I think both textually and metatextually um he starts to be seen as like a little bit of a joke like not like you know like there's more embarrassing supervillains but again because the whole concept is like a little goofy and also just look at him just look at him um i i love it but Look at him. Um, I do, like, as comics became edgier, you know, in in the the Bronze Age, like, post, 
Gwen Stacy's death in like the the late seventies, um, it was less of a place for characters whose thing was uh, doing funny little tricks and schemes. Until in I think the late nineties, Kevin Smith, um, actor and comedian, and also uh, occasional comic book writer. Um, wrote a very well-known Daredevil story called Guardian Devil that I think we probably talked about a little bit when we talked about Matt, but it's this kind of, uh, very, uh, dark, uh, sort of weird, uh, Daredevil story that, like, uh, focuses on, like, uh, Daredevil, like, Matt, this girl gives Matt her baby, um, and he, uh, like, it's implied that the baby is, like, possibly the Antichrist, but also possibly a messiah, and he's, like, obsessed with trying to figure out what is, uh, going on. Let me just hand, hand, (laughs) hey, Matt. Matt, Matt, this could be the Antichrist. This could be the savior of mankind. I'm going to let your Catholic ass figure it out. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, And then it's like, there's also this whole thing where it's like, uh, Karen Page is like, was like a porn star for a little bit. And now she's HIV positive. Um, Okay. And then... Yeah, and then she, like, dies, uh, over the course of the story, and, like, Foggy's being, like, framed for murder of, like, a woman he was having an affair with. Just, like, a lot, a lot of very kind of grimdark late 90s stuff. I feel like we did mention this in Matt's episode, and I fully blocked it from my brain. Yeah, it, I mean, it's (laughs) a lot. Um, I was not, when, when you said, you know, actor, comedian, and sometimes comic book writer, this is mm-hmm. not what I was picturing. Yeah, yeah, no, for, I mean, I'm probably, I'm, I'm selling Kevin Smith short, because he also, like, writes and directs films, like, he's not just well, an actor, comedian. Yeah, but, but I, I, you hear comedian film- and you're like, okay, cool, comics fits right in with that genre. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, I forgot about the 90s part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot it was the 90s. Yeah, it sure was. Um, anyways, why are we talking about all this? Well, because <laughs> at the end of this very weird, dark Daredevil story... It was Mysterio all along. <laughs> Baby, it sure was. <laughs> um, it turns out that uh, Mysterio, while he was in jail, um, it was discovered that he had uh, an inoperable brain tumor, and he had like a year to live. So he decided um, to fuck with Daredevil. <laughs> so he decided to fuck with Daredevil. Um. He decide he doesn't go after Spider-Man because uh around this time, like the uh 
Ben Riley stuff was happening and he like figures out that Spider-Man is a clone and he's like, I don't want revenge on a clone of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, so instead I'm gonna go after Daredevil. Yeah, instead, it, it there's not, there's not a whole lot of, I think he's, he like says a thing, he's like, oh, like, uh, Daredevil's just like me and he's not like respected enough. And it's like, I, I think he's more respected than you are if I'm being completely <laughs> honest, sir. Um, but so he, um, gets a bunch of information on Daredevil, uh, from Kingpin, um, develops this drug that, like, influences him to believe all this stuff about the baby, like, it, like, makes him, like, turn, like, abruptly violent if people suggest that the child is not the Antichrist. Um, he, like... But is, is he, the, but the baby's real. He was baby, given a real it is, baby? It is a real baby. Um, so, so Mysterio's out here doing some child endangerment. Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, he, um... I thought maybe the baby was also fake. No, that's a real baby. What was the plan here, Mysterio? To make, to gaslight Daredevil. Yeah, but is he trying to, like... Make him murder a child and then be all like, haha, you murdered a child? Like, I don't. I think, I think, like, murdering the child or just Daredevil having a complete mental breakdown in general would both be viable options for him. That's fair. He that's also, fair. he, like, like, poses as a doctor to, like, tell Karen that she has HIV. He frames Foggy for this, like, uh, murder of this woman um he's out here doing so much <laughs> he's doing so much for somebody who is not his nemesis um he heard that he was gonna die and he's like time to go all out gaslight gatekeep girl boss yeah he did it all um eventually uh matt figures this out like not <laughs> Not before Karen dies. Um, of something that I'm assuming is not HIV? No, she gets killed by Bullseye for non-HIV related reasons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, it would be wild if she was killed by Bullseye for HIV related reasons. Yeah, that would be that would be much, much stranger, I will say. Um, so, uh, Daredevil... Unmasks Mysterio, says, uh, you know, I, fi I figured out your scheme. And Mysterio was like, well, this was my, like, my, my final show. Uh, and my life's work. My life's work. My swan song. <laughs> you daredevil. Um, He's like, now, could you imagine if I had done this to Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be so fucked up. And Daredevil's um, like, Spider-Man's right over there. Like, why did he do this to me? And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not really Spider-Man. And Matt's like, yeah. wait, what? What? Anyways, <laughs> bye! <laughs> Anyways, I'm dying now. I'm dying now. Uh, yes. So I End scene. The, yeah, scene. At the, uh, the culmination of this story, uh, Mysterio... Shoots himself in the head. Oh. Uh, 
and uh, dies, seemingly. <clears throat> but I think for real. Because um, since- He died and then somebody later decided he wanted to- them to come back. <laughs> this yes. Is- this is how comics he- always go. This is how comics always go. It's confusing with Mysterio because, um... Of the gaslighting? Because of the gaslighting, because of all the gaslighting he loves to do. Um, when Mysterio comes back initially, he says that he did Surprise, die. bitch, I bet you'd seen the last of me. That's what he says uh, to Spider-Man. Um, when he comes back initially, he says that he did die, and he went to hell. And the daredevil, um, and the, the, the devil, the real devil, not the daredevil, gaslit him so bad that now he's back to life. <laughs> the devil gaslit him into coming back to life. Um, he, uh, he says that he was sent back to Earth by the forces of hell, um, to, like, Preserve cosmic balance by gaslighting Spider-Man. Um, and Spider-Man's like, it pardoned me, but I do not believe this. Yes. And then... The devil shows up. And then the devil shows up. He's like, I'm the devil. I'm um, the devil, and, and definitely not something that Mysterio built out of spare parts in the garage. Believe yeah. Mysterio in everything he says. Thank you, goodbye. Oh man, the devil. I gotta listen to him. I gotta listen to um, the devil. That's the Christian devil right there. That's the Christian devil from the Bible. It's not even Mephisto. It's it's the real actual Christian devil. Um and then in a later storyline, he shows up and uh The Devil or Mephisto. Had... Or shit. Oh Mysterio. Mysterio. Not um, Mephisto. Mysterio. Different guy. Yes. Um Confused myself. <laughs> so many, so many names. Um, in a later storyline, Mysterio shows up and says that uh, actually he faked his death. Um, which is, I will say, more in line with Mysterio's whole thing. Um, then going to like, hell yeah. and getting sent back. Yeah, hell was full, so I come back. Um... I gaslit that, uh, the devil, and he maybe. Um, he uh, so he yeah he he shows up. He's like, oh, oh no, I faked my death. Um, he uh, does some more schemes. He builds some more robots for the mob. Interesting choice. Yeah, tries uh, tries to make Spider Man think he's like killed uh, killed people. Um. Which is, like, <laughs> I, fi- I mean, obviously you don't always know that, you know, Mysterio is, like, around or could be making you think something. But if, like, if you're Spider-Man and you have fought Mysterio, I mean, if you're Spider-Man at any time, if, like, I guess part of the problem is if you're Spider-Man, so much bad stuff happens to you. That, like, if Mysterio makes you think a bad thing is happening to you, you probably wouldn't necessarily go to, like, wait, this is, like, too bad. I think maybe Mysterio is doing this. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, damn, another fucked up thing happened to me. Spider-Man, no! Um, so I guess in that sense, Spider-Man's a good nemesis for him. Um, 
but since that, so it's like, uh, I think like mid 2000s, he comes back and says the devil sent him. And then like 2010 is when he's like, oh no, I faked my death. Since then, I believe they have gone back to, uh, the devil thing. The devil sends his regards. Yeah, because it's like they, uh, they do this whole storyline with a demon, uh, called Kindred, who, like, turns out to be the demon who, like, brought Mysterio back to life. Um, and then there's, like, kind uh, an ongoing, like, and then the demon kind of, like, sticks around for a little bit and tells, uh, Mysterio what to do. Um, and then it's, like, there's, uh, a whole, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of weird stuff happens, and then it's also, like, Harry Osborn was also part of it. Um, it's, 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 it's really, it's, I've read about this on a few different occasions and have not understood it. It's, like, I, the demon is either, like, it's, like, actually... It's, it's, you know, I, I, I'm not going to try and make sense of this. There's a bunch of stuff going on and Mysterio is a small part of it. <laughs> um, while, um, Quentin Beck was dead, um, we did get, uh, there were a couple of kind of interim, uh, Mysterios. Um, one, uh was a man named Daniel Burkhart, who, uh, had shown up before because he was, like, uh, Mysterio's, like, cellmate, like, one of the first times he was, uh, in prison. Um, and then they, like, uh, come up with a scheme where, like, Mysterio makes it look like he died in prison, and then he, like, gets this guy to, like, pretend to be his ghost and, like, gaslight Spider-Man for him. Um, and then he comes back, um, after Guardian Devil and, like, Mysterio seemingly actually dying, um, and, like, takes on the role of Mysterio again. And then, in, uh, another, another kind of bleak-seeming Kevin Smith uh, story, uh, The Evil That Men Do, which is a Spider-Man and Black Cat story. He introduces a, um, a man named, uh, Francis Clum, who has, uh, the mutant ability to, uh, teleport, like, himself, as well as, like, teleport objects and, like, materials to different places as well as to, like, uh, psychically compel people. This man's um, got a lot going on. He's got, he's got a lot going on. Um, and he has, like, an extremely evil older brother, um, who, like, uh, tries to assault Black Cat, and, like, uh, uh, Francis stops him, um, and then he's, like, talking to Felicia, and then Peter sees them and thinks that this guy is attacking Felicia, 
um, and uh, fights him, and then he falls off the bridge, and then he almost dies, and then he wants revenge against Spider-Man, um, and he buys Mysterio's old stuff, and he uh, starts, he becomes Mysterio, he, Detroit becomes Mysterio for um, a little bit, and then I think, I think he dies after uh, Quentin Beck Mysterio comes back to life. He he doesn't Quentin doesn't kill him, but he that he, we know of like, that we know of. Who can say? Ooh, spooky. Um, <laughs> but there's like there's a uh, a big fight with like there's all three Mysterios and Peter's there and like there's another uh, character named Miss Arrow. Um, and, uh, Clum presumably dies, but, uh, there's also, um, pretty recently, um, there was a, uh, storyline where, uh, I think his, it's revealed that he has, like, a daughter, um, and his, uh, he's, like, decides to retire from supervillainy and then his daughter shows up and tries to convince him to become Mysterio again and then it turns out that like uh she's trying to like do like a ritual sacrifice to give herself magic powers and she wants to kill him and then like she ends up dying instead and then Mysterio gets the powers um so that's uh pretty whack um oh and then also we find out uh, also recently it's like revealed that like um in like a future timeline he uh tricked wolverine into killing like the rest of the x-men um (laughs) by like making the x-men look like different supervillains who were like attacking him or something um, I, and then there's, they, there's just so many telepaths. There's, there's so many of them. There's, there's so, so goddamn many, many of them. Telepaths on the X-Men. I don't see how this wasn't like an easily solved problem after the first murder. Oh my God. Um, you would think, but, uh. And also now with all the Krakoa stuff, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if uh, Logan kills everybody in the future. They're fine. They'll be fine. Um, There was also briefly, uh, like, while uh, Doc Ock was in Spider-Man's body, um, you know, comics, um, there was another guy named Roderick Kingsley um, who, like, bought the Mysterio, like, suit and equipment and, uh, called himself Mysterion. Um. Okay. But I, I don't think that, uh, lasted for a very long time. Um, so, yeah, as you can see, um, I think there have been a lot of attempts in, you know, um, the past several decades to try and figure out how to keep Mysterio relevant. Um, and some of them have gone in some pretty wild directions. 
And then Spider-Man movie came out and they're like, oh, damn, that is it, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of just that, huh? Interesting. Um, of course, it's got to be drones and special effects. Yeah, just just it's 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 just it's all CGI, baby. It's all deep fakes. Who needs special poisonous gases when you have deep fakes? Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, I do. I do like the idea of Mysterio. And I think maybe we should just have some goofy stuff happen again. You know, I think maybe just let him should make just be a little think, silly. Just we need more villains to make Spider-Man think that he shrunk down to the size of an ant. I think I think that should happen so much more often than it does. I think people should keep doing it, and then every time Peter should be like, Oh no, I'm small! What do I do? Not again. I gotta go get help from Ant-Man. He's good at being small. He'll know what to do. Um, God. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's Mysterio. Um, did you, uh, did you have anything else to discuss not really um i've been keeping up with the dc web comics um oh yes the, the uh red hood and the outlaws one is getting pretty good i mean it was good already um but also there's something very good about all right you guys want to do justice league work we gotta go to space to solve your <laughs> little problem that <laughs> you did by releasing this Martian god temple thing. <laughs> we gotta stop this guy from getting to Mars. You guys are in control of the Justice League Tower. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason, of course, without talking to his team, is like, you're on, old man. <laughs> Like the best fucking Justice League. Wow. Love it. Uh, the Wayne Family Adventures webtoon started its second season. It's still very good. Uh, there is some very good uh, Babs and Jason content. Where she finds his dating profile online and then just like razzes him about it. <laughs> It's like good, good sibling content in this Bat Family webtoon. God, I, I love it. You love to see it. Oh, uh, I said in the Discord, but um, the Super Sons animated movie. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham are playing. Are voicing uh, Lois Lane and Clark Kent, and it is incredible to me specifically that this is happening. Yes, yes, like yes. Obviously, they've both been voices in Marvel properties, so like it's not a stretch for them to be in a DC property, but for them to be able to play a married couple with a child. It's just very, it's very endearing, and also the clip that they shared was very good. It was so cute! Man with super speed watches his son 
try to fly off of a stair railing and crash on his face. Just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, you you uh you probably don't have a uh, flight there. <laughs> anyway, Super Sun's good. I love Super Sun's is good. I love Super Sons. I want to watch the movie because it looks cute. I really hope it doesn't, like, retcon any Super Sons stuff. I don't know. I don't actually know what yeah. the movie's about. I mean, it, it it it's not, it like, it, it's its own canon anyways, so, like... It doesn't really even, matter, but also... No. It's like every time the MCU does something and I'm just like, I wish you didn't. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely, for sure. Um, because sometimes the way that comics work is that they see that a thing or a characterization gets popular, and sometimes this is good and sometimes this is bad. They see that a characterization gets popular and they make that the canon thing in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> sometimes for good, sometimes for ill. Yes, absolutely. Um... New York Comic Con was this past weekend. Um, there was uh, some... I think that might have been where the Super Suns clip premiered. Most um, likely. Yeah. Uh, there was some stuff for Black Adam. Um, there was some stuff... Uh, I feel like there weren't a whole lot of like really big announcements um like dc announced like some like new superman stuff um like clark is going to be like coming back as superman but john's also going to still have his own book as um, superman i believe as superman two i think superman? They, they might just both both be superman like when um, we had two flashes like, when we had two flashes, you know, sometimes you just need two guys. Um, Harley is getting, like, a multiverse book, I think, next year. Like, a multiversity thing. Um, Marvel announced, like, some upcoming uh, sort of lineup of events for next year. Um, one of which uh, is... Uh, one called uh, Dark Web, which is a funny title, um, but is about uh, Madeline Pryor and Ben Riley um, having a clone solidarity and teaming up against uh, Spider-Man and the X-Men. Um, big uh, Mr. Sinister event, which, like, Immortal X-Men has been... Uh, implying for a while uh summer of symbiotes which i feel like we just had like a big symbiote thing with like we had king and black yeah that was like a big symbiote event um i guess do the people want more symbiotes maybe people can't get enough um and then uh also in summer summer 23 summer 2023 an event ominously titled Fall of X. Um, okay. With the All solicit right. text being the X-Men hoped Krakoa would last forever. Time to find out if they were right. Come on. Um, I know. Maybe Wolverine I, I, does I, kill them all in the future. 
Maybe, maybe they, it really maybe does. Maybe <laughs> Mysterio really tricks Wolverine into killing the X-Men. Um, All right, calling it now. Mysterio has a hand in the fall of X. I God, that would be so buck wild. Um, it I it did, is I, uh, Monday, October 10th, 2022. Mysterio is going to have a hand in the fall of X. Called this shot. is either going to be the most wild called shot or completely forgotten. Yeah. Actually, um, it is. I am going to forget that I said this almost immediately after we finished recording. So let me know if this does happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I did see a lot of like very funny tweets of people just like screen capping like that one, the just the fall of X part of like the announcement slide and just being like, "God damn it, we're gonna go back to that fucking school again." <laughs> And it's like I, um, I I I really like Krakoa. I think there's still a lot of room to do stuff on Krakoa. I hope Krakoa is not over, but also I know how comics work, and it is not outside the realm of possibility uh, that this is this is the the, the Krakoa era is coming to an end after like four years. Is Warlock um, still, like, integrated with the island? Yes, as far S- as I know. Suddenly scared for Warlock's life.jpg. Oh, no! Oh, my God, no. If any- Oh, my God, if anything happens, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip out. Um, nothing- Nothing can happen to Warlock. Nothing can happen. Also, if Krakoa ends and I don't find out what was going on with the fucking Richter and Shatterstar Morrigan death curse thing, I'm gonna be <laughs> so cheesed. Um, what if that is how Krakoa falls? I did see when I was look trying to figure out what the fuck was happening. I did see a couple like interesting theories about that being what it is. And, I mean, if that was how it happened, I would be happy for my Blorbos to be getting that limelight, but also I would not want it to be in that way. So, complicated emotions. Um, oh my gosh. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, let us, let us know what your favorite New York Comic Con announcements were, if, if there were important things that we missed. Um... And, uh, you can tell us, uh, you can find us online. Um, we are at Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. We have an email address that is capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord server that, uh, you're more than welcome to join. We would love to see you there. Um... We have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, you can get uh, bonus episodes, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, If you cannot support us there, but you want to help out the show, uh, leaving a rating and review is very much appreciated, Um, as is telling a friend about the show if you think they would be interested in it, Um, as is just coming back and joining us, as you have done once again. So thank you for being with us today for Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. 
And I have been Briar, and, as always, Ooh, you wanna kiss me so bad. Stereo? <laughs> oh, I am not very cunning podcast. nor manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> this is Briar gaslighting somebody, just going, Ooh, you wanna kiss me so bad. And they're like, Do you even want me to kiss you? You're like, no. No, I just wanted to see if I could convince you that you wanted to. I lost the thread of the plot. Mysterio. It's me, Mysterio. I'm dead, or am I? Whoa. (laughs) We We gotta stop. We gotta stop. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening.